Hey there, it's Mark from Third Shot Sports. And before we get to this week's podcast, I want to cast my mind back to about a month ago, April 1st, 2023. That was, in fact, April Fool's Day. And we posted this post on our social media talking about how rally scoring was here to stay. It was official. Pickleball has now adopted rally scoring. So say the powers that be. And we did a whole thing about it. We even made up fake quotes from people talking about all sorts of ridiculousness. Well, it looks like our April Fool's joke was taken really seriously by a lot of people. So seriously, in fact, that I had to go out and um, print a retraction about it, or at least uh, an update letting people know that, yes, this was, in fact, April Fool's Day because people were losing their minds. It was starting fights on the internet, and that is not something we are trying to do. So, um, But what I'm really curious about was like why people get so amped up about it. And I think we're going to do another podcast episode about that. Why is it that people got so fired up, so pressed, as the kids would say, about rally scoring, why that might be a thing. So we're going to do a, we're going to talk about that in the future. Uh, second thing, my dog is making noise in the background. Second thing I want to talk about is uh, this December, 2nd to 9th, I'm heading to Turks and Caicos. Um, why don't you come? It'll be really fun. I'm going with a group of people that I know from South Carolina, a whole bunch of pickleball players down there, and we're going to go beautiful beaches resort. Um, it's an amazing place and there's going to be lots of pickleball all day long and I'm going to be doing some open play sessions every morning and there's some clinics you can be part of. Anyway, head over to thirdshotsports.com. That's thirdshotsports.com if you want to check it out. December 2nd to 9th, 2023, Turks and Caicos. Why not join me? It'd be a lot of fun. Okay, with that, let's get to the show. Today on Pickleball Problems, we are talking about three more pickleball myths. Three more pickleball myths. There are a lot of things out there in the pickleball world that people don't understand or they think one thing is true, but in fact, it's not. Something else is true or truer than that. We are going to talk about those three more pickleball myths in just a moment. Are you a pickleball instructor or would you like to become one? This is your 15-second reminder that Pickleball Coaching International offers instructor certification 100% online. Do it when you want, where you want, at your own pace. Head over to PCIPickleball.com. Pickleball Coaching International, we make good coaches even better. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Rennison. Today, we are talking about three more pickleball myths. Myth busting is one of my favorite things to do when it comes to pickleball. So let's dive right in. Because as you probably know, if you want to be a good pickleball player, you better know what is true. For example, I don't know, you better know that the distance your ball travels, how far that ball is going to go is related to the height you hit that ball at and the speed you hit that ball at, and the spin you put on that ball. Okay, height, speed, and spin, they affect distance. But it's also important to know what is not true. And there's a lot of myths out there. There's a lot of misunderstandings. So let's explore a few of them. First one, myth number one, forehand takes the middle. If you've played much pickleball, or really if you've played any pickleball, there is a very good chance that you know that teams need to be prepared for when ball goes ball, when balls go down the center of the court between two players. You better make a plan for that. Well, what should the plan be? Well, very often people say, oh, forehand takes it, forehand takes it, right? And that's fine if that's the plan your team makes. But I don't think you should assume it is. And why is that? Well, because there's lots of people that have a better backhand than a forehand, especially as we start to see players using more and more two hands, 
more often using two hands on their backhand, their backhands are becoming really strong, often very good counterattack counter-attacking, and even offensive shots. So in many situations, when that ball goes through the middle, you want the backhand player hitting that ball because their backhand is great. It's also true that when it comes to more of the finesse shots like drops or dinks, there's a lot of players that prefer to hit these balls with their backhand, and I would include myself in this. My backhand dink, my backhand drop is way more consistent than my forehand is. I feel really steady on the backhand. The forehand, a little bit shaky sometimes. I guess another reason we should think about it shouldn't automatically be forehand takes all the balls in the middle is that when you're playing on a team where there are two different skill levels, it is conceivable that the stronger player's backhand is better than the weaker player's forehand. So as an example I like to use, let's say you're playing with Anna Lee Waters. Anna Lee has an amazing two-handed backhand. And if you are lucky enough to play with her, I am telling you, if she's on that right side and her backhand's in the middle, you should let her hit every backhand she can. Now, that's the example of using Anna Lee, right? But let's take, let's take less of an extreme example because the same principle applies whether you're playing with her or not. You should assess the relative strength of each of your forehands and backhands and figure out who takes that middle ball. If your backhand is better than my forehand, then your backhand should take those middle balls. Make sense? Look, I'm not against the whole forehand takes the middle. We should talk about it. But we should also think about are there circumstances where backhand should take those middle balls? Hey there, it's Mark. Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Selkirk TV. Selkirk TV gives you a front row seat to live pickleball matches, past championships, on-demand skills training, including my pretty great show called Pickleball Today, as well as behind-the-scenes insights and so much more. Available in the App Store and on Google Play, Selkirk TV is the perfect app for any pickleball fan. Download the app today for free and get started watching Pickleball's very best online content. Selkirk TV. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. Today we are talking about three more pickleball myths. We just talked about forehand takes the middle. That's a bit of a myth. It doesn't always need to be the forehand. We talked about a few different reasons. Myth number two is that the follow-through influences where your ball ends up. Now I've talked about this before. We've made videos about this. But many people think still that if you follow through toward your target, it will make the ball go there. But this is simply not true. If you think about it, by the time the follow-through takes place, the ball has already left the paddle. The ball is going to go wherever it is going to go, regardless of what you do with your paddle, regardless of what you do with the follow-through. The ball has already left. Now, I'm not saying that the follow-through doesn't matter. It does matter. It tells us a story about what was going on before, at, even after impact. But it itself does not control where the ball ends up. It can't control where the ball ends up because it's after the ball has already been sent. Okay, so the follow-through does not determine, does not even influence where your ball ends up. Myth number three, our last myth of the day in this quick episode of Pickleball Problems, is that you should use your forehand whenever possible. Now, this myth kind of touches on the one we identified, myth number one, at the start of the show. But if a player has a stronger backhand than a forehand, they should use that strength whenever they can, as long as it doesn't put them in some horrible position. While you might choose to run around your backhand to hit a forehand, the juice may not be worth the squeeze if it's putting you out of position. I once had someone say, oh, Mark, I took a lesson from someone. They said, you should never, ever return serve with your backhand. You have plenty of time to run around and use your forehand. I was like, well, yeah, but what if the serve is way out wide to the backhand? I could run around and use my forehand. A, that's a long way to run. B, after I hit that ball, I've got a long way to go to get up to the kitchen. Right? I'm making my life a little bit harder. And sometimes it's worth making your life a little bit harder. The juice is worth the squeeze. But sometimes it's not especially if you've got like a great backhand. 
right? Or at least a sufficient backend. By the way, did you notice that most pros, should I say most? I think most is appropriate. Most pros choose to return serve with their backhand. And why is this? Well, when they swing across their body, it's much easier to put spin on the ball, backspin, side spin. If you can put a lot of spin on the ball, then maybe it makes it a bit harder for the opponents to hit uh, a good third shot. So just put it out there. Myth number three, you should use your forehand whenever possible. I'd qualify that. Use your forehand whenever possible, unless your backhand's better, or unless hitting your backhand keeps you in a better position. So that music tells us that it is about time to wrap up this quick episode of Pickleball Problems. Three myths, one forehand takes the middle. Don't think so. Not against it. But uh, there are lots of times where backhands should take those middle balls. Number two, the follow-through influences where the ball goes. This is impossible. It cannot do this. The ball has already left the paddle. It's going where it's going to go. And finally, you should use your forehand whenever possible. Well, probably shouldn't do it if it's going to put you in a bad position. What are some pickleball myths that you like? Why not let me know? Send me an email, mark at thirdshotsports.com, or you can send me a voice memo. That's my favorite. You can send that to mark at thirdshotsports.com. Just open up the voice memo app on your phone and send it in. Thanks, as always, to our good friends over at Selkirk Sport, helping to make this possible. Don't forget, you can join me in Turks and Caicos, December 2nd to 9th, 2023. Head over to thirdshotsports.com to check it out. And if you are a pickleball instructor or want to become one, head over to PCI Pickleball. .com today pickleball instructor certification online it's convenient it's affordable it's pretty high quality stuff i promise i made it until next time i'm mark renison thanks for listening and good luck with your pickleball problems